manifestation. Yesterday, I wanted to share on the manifestation of Jesus. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. First Timothy. Oh, glory, glory, glory. He says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Talking about the manifestation of Jesus. Now, yesterday I, I made mention of a word. The Greek word for the word manifestation is phanerosis. Phanerosis. Phanerosis means to have evidence of, to be able to touch, to be able to feel, to be able to say that this one is not something that is an idea. The idea has come to fusion. So that is manifestation. It's like we can see it there. So the Bible says, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. He said what? God was manifest in flesh. So when we talk about the manifestation of Jesus, the first thing that we, 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 we lay our hand to is, is his, his origin. He said, if we're talking about Jesus, we're not talking about a religious leader. He said, great is the mystery of godliness. He said, God was manifest in flesh. You see, this thing that you have come into, called Christianity, you are not in the religion you like. You know, some people think, oh, this is the religion I like, or this is the religion I was born into, or something. You are not in the religion you like. Jesus was the only one who was able to stand on his feet and tell everybody that I am the truth. Other religious leaders said they are looking for the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. The kind of claims Jesus made is two things. Either he was mad or he was telling the truth. Because you can't say, I am the way. I am the bread of life. I am the door. I, what, what kind of human is this? But the Bible is telling us that, he said, without controversy, he says, you know, great is the mystery of godliness. He said, this one is the mystery of godliness. He said, what's the mystery of godliness? He said, God was manifest in flesh. God was phanerosis in flesh. For the first time, God was no longer an idea. For the first time, God was not somebody in the skies that nobody saw was talking. For the first time, God was manifest in flesh. And everything that God would have done on earth, Jesus was the manifest, or he was the, 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 the seeable version of it. So Jesus Christ told the, the disciples, he said, he that has seen me has seen the Father. Why? Because the Father was not the one. You know, in the Old Testament, the people ascribe everything to God. Somebody is barren, they say God made a barren. Somebody is sick. They said, God, remember the, the story of the man who was born blind? See the question they asked Jesus. No mention of devil. No mention of devil. Immediately, everybody starts saying, ah, who, who has sinned? Is it this man? Because in the Old Testament, when you are sinned, God punishes you. So, they are putting it on God now. So, who has sinned? Is it this man or his parents. Now, this guy was born blind. How could he have seen before coming to the world? 
So he said, this man, is he this man who sinned or his parents who sinned? That this thing has come upon him. And Jesus Christ answered him in a very amazing way. Jesus Christ was now showing us the real person that God was. Because the, the people of, of old did not know who the, the devil was. They, they ascribed every supernatural thing to God. And it's one of the things that atheists use against Christians now. Because everything was ascribed to God. So the moment science is able to, you know, come out with one or two things that happen by a scientific course. They say, this one, they said it was God. But it was science. And sometimes Christians don't even have what to say again. But I said to the scriptures and I realized that God is more scientific than most scientists. No, why didn't God, you know, I've been telling you about the magic Christianity. Why didn't God just, you know, God would just be there and just, then Jesus will appear and start walking. No, no, that's not God. God is very scientific. God had to look for egg. God had to look for egg. Then he had to fertilize the egg. How did he fertilize the egg? Bible says that now being born again, not of corruptible seed. The word seed there is sperma, meaning sperm. He said, but of incorruptible seed. He said, by the word of God. That means the word of God is the sperm of God. No, no, no. How do you think results come about? God speaks a word to you. Your spirit receives it. Incubate upon it. You get pregnant. You give birth. It's scientific. No, no. You, you are wondering. Some people are thinking, is it? Oh, pastor, wait. What are you saying? No, no. But it is as scientific as you can think. This is what the angel told Mary. He said, the Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. Do you understand? Overshadow. That means he will lie upon you. See, so, so, religious minds are, are not able to take it. I'm not the one who, write, who wrote corruptible seed. The word corruptible seed was dead before I was born. The word corruptible seed, the Greek word is sperma, where English gets its word sperm. So it's as scientific as you think. So Jesus Christ came into the world full human because if he doesn't come full human being, he can't save human beings. So he said, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in flesh. So for the first time, God was manifest. Before, God was not manifest. People would be praying to a God they don't know. But for the first time, God was manifest. For the first time, people saw God. The Bible says, nobody had seen God at any time. So nobody had ever seen God before. But for the first time, God was manifest. God left that spirit mode. He was manifest in flesh. Then he says what? Justified in the spirit. Do you understand justified in the spirit? That means all the requirements that had to be met for him to be a legal representative of man. All the requirements were met. You understand? Because the realm of the spirit is very legalistic. Don't think they just do what they like. That God will just appear. No. 
you cannot save people if you are not of, of their race. So God couldn't just stand up and say, I am God Almighty, everybody be saved. No. It has to, it has to be justified in the spirit. It has to be justified in the spirit. Because demons are watching. Everybody's watching. It has to be justified in the spirit. Why couldn't God save angels? After the angels sinned. Why couldn't God save angels? Because angels are not a race. Angels are not a race. They don't reproduce. Jesus Christ was going to cast out a demon. The demon started playing legal games. Have you come to cast that out before our time? Legal games. You cannot take me out before my time. They are telling Jesus Christ that what you're coming to do is illegal. So they started playing legal games. So Jesus Christ said, okay, you have caught me, so go into the pigs. He could not destroy them before their time. They knew their time. Justified in the spirit. Justified in the spirit. Justified was one of the justifications in the spirit that he had to be sinless. And for him to be sinless, he has to be born of a sinless sperm. Justified in the spirit. Because sinner cannot save sinner. You get it? Prisoner, we, we cannot both be in prison. They are said, please take me. You are already here. He said, no, you are both in prison. And say, please take me instead of him. You are lying. <laughs> you are all in the prison. Who are you joking with? But if a man who is clean says that, please take me in place of this one. I said, okay, this one is innocent. So if we swap, makes sense. Justified in the spirit. All legal terms were fulfilled in Jesus. Manifest in the flesh. Jesus is the manifestation of God. Jesus is the manifestation of God. God was manifest in the flesh. Jesus was the manifestation of God. Everything you, re- you, you talk about God, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and the power, who went about doing good and healing them that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. God was the number one healer. God was not the one who was making people sick. So that blind man's problem was not God. God was not the one who made the man blind. So Jesus healing people came to show us the real person God is. So he said God was manifest in the flesh. God was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit. Then he says, seen of angels. You know, do you know the meaning of seen of angels? People think Jesus was walking in heaven. And when he was walking in heaven, he said, the father said, who will go? Jesus said, I will go. Then God now took Jesus, made him a small, what kind of 419 is that? Jesus was never in heaven. Otherwise, they wouldn't have said sin of angels. Because the angels are in heaven. They would have seen him a long time. <laughs> you understand? He says sin of angels. Why? Because the day Jesus was born was the first time the angels saw God manifest. You think in heaven they see God? There are some angels, they have never even passed by God's throne room before. You think they all pass by, come, hey God, how are you today? You know, the Bible tells us the kind of angels who are even in the throne room. There are three. Cherubim, seraphim, and the angels of children. Obviously, the angels of children, they appear before the father. Cherubim, seraphim, even those ones have been given special wings to cover their face from seeing God. Because the glory is too much. And the Bible says that anytime, you know, they, they bow and they lift their head, God moves in another glory. So the holy, holy they are singing, eh, it's not like they've given them double. It's too much. They see it. Ha, holy. 
Holy. Somebody said that when we get to heaven, every day, holy, 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 we'll get tired. You are, you are joking. Even on earth here, we were able to do Thanksgiving for nine hours. On, on earth here. You know, on earth here, we were able to do it. And some of you have stayed in meetings. We, are, we have been literally the whole day in the presence of God jumping. And if you even give us more time, we will still be there. That means heaven, it will be full of spontaneous, you know, glory is such that, you know, everything becomes perfect when the glory of God is around. So it's a scene of angels. The day Jesus was born, the angels were rejoicing. Now, think about it. Think about it. If Jesus was already in heaven and he was born, why would the angels come and rejoice? Like, what kind of movie? You, movie is that? They already knew the guy. Jesus. Okay, you are coming to earth. You come and baby, careful. You know? They, they are just enjoying. No. Bible says, scene of angels. That means this was the first time the angels were seeing Jesus. Some other angels now saw Jesus later. Some saw him at his bed. Some also saw him later. Some saw him when he came out of the grave. Because Jesus fulfilled that scripture that David wrote. Open, uh, be open ye everlasting doors. For the yeah, that scripture was a messianic scripture. And it was fulfilled by Jesus. He said, who is the king of glory? Who asked who is the king of glory? The angels. Then he, Jesus replied, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Which battle? The one he fought in Hades. Scene of angels. Scene of angels. Manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit. Scene of angels. Preached unto the, oh my God. Preached unto the Gentiles. You know we are all Gentiles. Gentiles. We are not part of the message. We are not supposed to be part of the message of Jesus. We the it is uh, Antonia mind those things we should be doing. And Nogokpo and those things. We should be serving gods. But when Jesus was manifest, he was preached unto the Gentiles. He was preached unto the Gentiles. And we heard the message and we believed the message. And we believe the message and something happened to us. I tell people, I say, when you are talking to people about Jesus Christ, stay on the borderline of your experience. Say, stay on the borderline of your experience. Because you can insult Jesus all you care. You can tell me he doesn't exist all you care. I also know what I experienced the day I received him. Ah, for me. It was as though they are taking a burden off me. So I knew that something had happened to me. And the thing that happened to me was spiritual. He says, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Received up into glory. Like some people said, Jesus did not escape out of the world. Jesus ascended. You know, he was talking and he was going. Manifestation of Jesus. You know, so when we check the manifestation of Jesus, the first place that we see his manifestation is he was manifested in the scripture. Write it down. Manifested in scripture. Now, listen to what I'm about to say now. Don't forget it. Let everything you believe about Jesus be what is written of him in the book. 
Let everything you believe about Jesus be what is written of him in the scriptures. Because, oh my God, the scriptures reveal Jesus. The focal point of all the scripture is Jesus. Jesus is the message. The focal point of everything. The focal point of the scripture is not prosperity. The focal point of the scripture is not healing. The focal point of scripture is not your well-being. The focal point of the scripture is not even heaven. Heaven is not the reason why we are Christians. Let's be serious. Heaven is not the reason why we are Christians. That I'm a Christian so that I will go to heaven. You are wrong. You, are, you might not even go. Revealed in the scripture. Jesus was revealed in the scriptures. When you look through the scriptures, you see the Old Testament books. When you see the Old Testament books, all you see is that the prophets were prophesying about Jesus. They spoke about Jesus. Jesus was manifested. Manifested in the scripture. Moses thought he was striking a rock twice. He didn't know. The Bible says that rock was Christ. When you look through the scriptures, what do you see? When you look through the scripture, what do you see? Your, your, your walk with God, your Christianity will take another level when you make Jesus the focal point of scripture. Jesus was manifested in the scripture. You know, when you read the scriptures, all you will find is that Jesus is walking through the pages of scripture. Christ is walking through the pages of scripture. And your life totally transformed when he's manifested to you in scripture. We'll talk about that another time. Number two, he is manifested in our hearts. He's manifested in our hearts. Not only is Jesus manifested in the scripture, he's also manifested in our hearts. Apart from his manifestation in the scripture, he's also manifested in our hearts. He's not manifested in, inside us. He's manifested inside us. Because the, the, the plan of God, oh my God, the plan of God is not to make Jesus somebody that you are seeing in scripture, you know, and after you see Jesus walk on water, oh nice, Jesus did this, oh nice, oh Jesus did that, oh nice. That's not the plan of God. The plan of God is that after you have seen Jesus manifested in scripture, that he will also be manifested in your heart. So you have your experience of Jesus in your heart. You know, when I talk about these things, I usually like to stress on this. This is where some people have, have heard, they've gone into error. So, they'll be praying and say, Jesus must appear to me. Jesus must appear to me. Uh, pastor said, manifested Jesus. So, Jesus must appear to me. Then, they will seek encounters till demons now start appearing. And the demons will appear like angels. And give them something to do from that day. Their lives have been destroyed. Look, if you see Jesus in the scripture, it is enough. I, I know people... Who said you have seen Jesus four times? Yeah, Jesus is not doing with them. Me, I'm, uh, he's not doing. The, <laughs> you understand? He's not doing with them what he's doing with people who have not even seen him before. Like a great man of God said, he said one guy came, he said Jesus, he has seen Jesus thirteen times. When he finished, he said, uh, and look at your trousers. <laughs> he said, look at your trousers. I've seen Jesus thirteen times. He said, my friend, go and look for books to read. No, because some people just like to, you know. Make everybody feel like we are not Christians. 
And, and Jesus came to me while I was eating. He asked me, will I eat bread or eat? Hey! My child said, Jesus, he doesn't have anything doing. And <laughs> hey. There was a guy like that when I was in school. Every time. <sighs> and he wants you to ask him, what is it? I said, let me too. I didn't know anything at that time. I didn't know any scripture, nothing. I didn't know anything. Ask him, what's going on? He just saw Jesus. And Jesus was crying. And Jesus was crying that he, he needs to win souls. He needs to save souls. And now we are not doing enough. We are not doing enough. And God will start crying. Oh, every time this guy will make me feel bad that ah, Jesus, you recently saved me. Why are you chastising me? It's recently that I got born again. Take your time on me. <laughs> because I'm trying my best. I started morning devotion in, in, in school, in a, in a Catholic school. I was doing, I was preaching, I was trying, doing many things. So, Jesus, can't you see? Like, I'm doing a lot. But every time a guy will come, there's one judgment. <laughs> Jesus is saying that, why are we doing this? Why are we making him bleed? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Stick with what the Bible says about Jesus. It is enough. Don't seek another thing. If Jesus decides to appear to you, that's fine. We will not sack him. If he decides to come, I'm not going to sack him. But then, I'm not going to be saying, no, the guy now pressured me into praying that Jesus will also appear to me. So I went one night. I said, Jesus... Today is today. I will see you too today. I prayed 10 hours. He didn't appear. I'm not joking, no. I prayed, 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 prayed. I even slept a little, woke up. I said, today I'm not leaving this place. I prayed, prayed, prayed. I mean, Jesus knew that if I get tired, I'll stop. So <laughs> I prayed, 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 prayed. And when I got tired, I stopped. I was now offended that he didn't appear after I prayed 10 hours. So I want to ask the guy. The guy told me that, you know, when you were praying, there was a light that came there. You didn't see it. Hey! <laughs> no, the guy was our, our prophetic plago. What we have asked God that we have not received answer, we have to go to him. He was our prophetic plug. The first time I went to preach somewhere and I saw people falling under the power, you know, I, I was recently born, about three months born again. And the people thought I was, you know, gigantic prophet. I didn't tell them I recently got born again. So I went. So they received me as a great man of God. So as I was ministering, they were falling. I'm like, wow. Wow. I'm a man of God. As they were falling down and all that, in the finish, I didn't know that. They can collect offering and give it to a man. I never knew anything. They collected offering. They give it to me. Hey. So I was going. I went to tell the guy what happened. I told him that people were falling. People, I was telling him what was going. He said, it doesn't mean God is happy with you. 
<laughs> so Jesus, what at all do you want from me? Then we finished school. When we finished school, I went to, you know, I started looking for a church to attend. Then I found Christ Emma's. Listen, when I found Christ's mercy, I entered, I sat down, I listened. I realized that if I keep sitting over here, I will know the Bible. If I know the Bible, I don't need Jesus to appear to me. After a while, I stopped seeking those things. The year after, this guy too came to Christ's mercy, I became his leader. Yeah. With no, without seeing Jesus. He has seen Jesus many times. Without seeing Jesus. Because if he is manifested in scripture, somebody say it is enough. I said if he is manifested in scripture, it's what? And I said, after he's manifested in scripture, he has to now be manifested in your heart. Bible says, for whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Bible says concerning Jesus Christ, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. That means when you get close to Jesus, there's this glow. There's this glow. So that means if Jesus is manifested, I'm not just saying Jesus in your heart. For so many, for so many people, Jesus is in their heart. They are Christians, but he's not manifested in their heart. When he's manifested in your heart, there's something Jesus about you. Just one smile from you, people feel. Sakata. You're smiling, you know, you're smiling like Jesus. Someone say, How does Jesus smile? People don't have to see Jesus smile to compare to yours to know. The same way Peter didn't have to ask Jesus, Who is Moses and who is Elijah? He said, Let us make three tents one for Moses, one for Elijah. And what for you? They didn't have to ask him any questions. It's something about the spirit. When you meet a man who is full of God, when he smiles, you can tell this smile is like Jesus. You don't have to compare the smile. You don't have to see Jesus smile and say, This smile is like Jesus' smile. It's a spiritual thing, it's a spiritual knowledge. I tell you something about the realm of the spirit. The first time I had an encounter in the realm of the spirit, I noticed something. You don't always have to be told what this is to know what it is. They don't have to tell you that this is this before you know it. As you look at it, Bible says, as we know, we are known. As you look at it, the thing in itself begins to communicate with you. You begin to know what it is. So it's a spiritual thing. I tell you, many of the people, I'm telling you something, many of the people who abuse some great men of God on social media, if they meet them face to face, they can't say thing. I'm telling you today, I said they can't say thing. Even as who have not gotten anywhere, there are people who have come, say, I've come to see your pastor. When they walk in front of her, they are not able to talk. <laughs> a couple came. They said that their son, something, something, something. Their son, they are coming to see the pastor, coming to talk to the pastor. They will come today to the pastor. So they came to church. They were sitting at the back. The pastor is taking their child. So they come to see the pastor. When they close, the man came. The man came. So, Pastor, please, we are begging that you. <laughs> it's Jesus. 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 Every child of God is supposed to manifest the power and the holiness of Jesus. 
The power and the holiness of Jesus. When I talk about the power and the holiness of Jesus, I'm not talking about holiness, I'm not talking about sinless. No, I'm talking about the, the, the aura. It's an aura. It's an aura. This is manifested Jesus. An aura. I'm talking about manifestation, right? We're talking about when we go back. Well, our Christianity is not going to be, you know, the same way it used to be. When you go back home, there's an aura. Every time we go to IPBC, when we see, when we see Pastor Chris one time, all right, we say, okay. Then the next time we go again, we see him again. You know, like, what kind of person is this? You think like, you have finished seeing all it is. You go for another meeting. You now see another thing. He starts sharing that. Oh. That is the life of a child of God. More and more. You never see a child of God in the same level. If you always, people can't tell. Can't tell. Can't tell. If people can't tell that Jesus is manifested in your heart, you need to watch your Christianity. You need to watch it. There's something that happens to you when you pray in the realm of the Spirit. Bible says that the, the, the disciples of Jesus Christ, Bible says that, Bible says that they said that they had seen that these men were unlearned men. Bible says that they were now surprised. He said that this guy spoke. He said, when they spoke, he said they realized that these people had been with Jesus. That's what prayer does to you. When you pray, Jesus is manifested in your heart. When you spend a lot of time with God in prayer, there's a glow about your life. There's a glow about your life. When you appear anywhere, you understand? There's a glow about your life. When you talk to people, you don't even talk much. When you talk to people, you don't even talk much. You just say, hello, hi, and they feel like they are full. So, this is the gospel. The gospel is not just what we say. The gospel is what we manifest. A lot of Christians don't walk with this consciousness. Because if you walk with this consciousness, you'll be living, you'll be living conscious that Jesus is manifested through you. All the saints and angels the bow before your throne all the elders cast their crowns before the land of God and sing you worthy of it all you worthy of it all For from you are wrong, and to you are wrong, you deserve. I heard a story of a great man of God. A great man of God, Renat Bonke, had a story. I heard one day he entered into a shop to go and buy a book. When he entered into the shop, People saw him, and one man went to shake hands with him. After he shook hands with him, the man cried. Eh? He was under the influence of the Holy Spirit, cried till evening. No, I said, the, the, the too much talking of Christians is the problem. When I was on campus, 
when I was on campus. You know, it's very difficult for your mates to agree that you're a man of God. You understand? Your juniors can agree. For you to make your mates believe, they have to see something. Why are they here? They have to see something. When I was on campus, I demonstrated God in my class all the time. To the extent that when I come late for class, I have almost half of the hall who will stand up for me to sit down. One time my lecturer gone. <laughs> he gone and he said, Ah, what's it? Man of God, man of God, man of God. Who am I? One slim like you are. Why? Why? Let me tell you something I used to do on campus. I had a time 12 noon to 12.15 every day, not night or in the afternoon. I have a place I pray, just 15 minutes. This aside my all nights and whatever, no matter what happens, that 12 to 12.15 I'm praying. When you start those things like that, they don't look like anything has happened. Keep doing them. The secret is the consistency. As you keep doing them, you will contact something. That's where the difference comes from. You contact something. You contact something. You know, people preach, listen now, people preach things that, you know, they don't, they don't, they, they preach from realms they are not operating. <laughs> listen, people preach from realms they are not operating. And that's the reason why there is, there is minimal power. Because people are preaching from realms they, they are not operating. Like for example, they are talking about prayer. They don't pray. But they are talking about prayer. Nobody's inspired to pray. Why? Because they are preaching from realms they are not operating. So I will come and talk about giving. Come and talk about giving. Nobody gives. Because they are preaching from places they are not There's some people who say, Jesus is Lord. And that Jesus is Lord changes a lot. Why? Because it is a realm they are operating in. Because, first of all, Jesus is Lord in their lives. I can go anywhere and talk to people about obedience to God because I have paid my dues. So, it is not in the volume of words Jesus will be manifested in our heart through the experiences. No, this is what I am praying that all of you should crave. You should crave that manifestation of Jesus in your heart. Crave that manifestation of Jesus. So much so that you enter a place and everybody knows that somebody from God has entered here. Bible says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Can people say about you that you were sent from God? You see, can people say about you that you were sent from God? I mean, when people look at you, can they tell that this one, there's something God about him? Yes. Jesus manifested in the heart. The third one is Jesus manifested in our world. Jesus manifested in our world. Listen. Our world needs Jesus but they don't know. And that is the place we are coming in. We are coming to a place where we need to make Jesus manifest in the world. Enough of the stories. And you know all these things I'm talking about. I'm not just giving you information. Things are happening in the spirit as I'm speaking. 
God is, is bringing us to that realm. Remember when I preached on David and his mighty men? Not only was I preaching what David and his mighty men did, we came into that place. And so, so I am not only sharing a message with you, I'm transporting you with a message. Ha. 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 Jesus manifested in our world. Oh! My heart desire is that the world will experience Jesus. That's our heart desire. That's why we win souls. That's why we have church services. That's why we have meetings. That's why we have programs. Don't know other reason. We're not trying to excite anybody. If you're in the choir because you have depression, this is the wrong, wrong place. Some people have problems, so they, they now join the department to ease off their problem. That's not why the choir is there. So, oh, let me join a cell so that they can care for me. Hey! One time I was listening to, I know I told you about American Christianity. I was listening to one, you know, video. It was, truly it was Americans. They finished singing worship. When they finished, then the man came to talk. He said, this is a community that was created so, because as a worship leader, sometimes you do a lot and nobody cares for you, nobody loves for you. But so, we created this community so that you will be cared for. So, No wonder the church over there gets less and less powerful. Trivial things. These are trivial things. Hey, what should Paul say? Paul was stoned. Paul was stoned. And he had to behave like he's dead. Otherwise, they'll keep stoning him. The Bible says, he now, do you know stoning? Sometimes I need to explain it to you vividly so you understand. Stoning. They put you there. And they'll stone you till you die. And they don't use big stones. Big stones die early. So by the time you're saying, Adish, another one is at the back of your head. I would say, they stoned him. Blood was coming out. He lied down. I would say, when they left, he cleaned his wounds and went to the next city to preach. I say, ah. Petro Bintian was saying, I'll never come to camp again. Petro bin chenkeke no. And last night, Petro bin chenkeke. You better sort it out the next day. No, say I will never come to camp again. Am I preaching prophetically? Yes. Jesus manifested in our world. And you know, amazingly, God is going to use many of you to manifest Jesus in our world. Evidentially, phanerosis. Evidence, evidence, mando brachisco caramantas. Evidence, 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 evidence. Jesus manifested in our world. Now that takes me to the next side of the. This was what I was supposed to share last night. That takes the next side of the message. Which is, we're talking about manifestation now, we are talking about manifestation of the sons. Jesus has already been manifested. And we all saw what happened when Jesus was manifested. Brutal annihilation of demons and devils. Radical healings. Mighty miracles, signs and wonders. 
I mean, Jesus left no stone unturned. Jesus took God out of the synagogue and took him on the sea. Jesus took God out of the synagogue and took him to the desert. I mean, Jesus manifested God. Jesus became the manifestation of God. I mean, God that people thought was far away, Jesus brought God close to everybody. He showed the people evidentially that God is a supplier. He didn't say it with words. We preach too much. And God shall supply. God shall supply. Jesus didn't have to preach that message. He said, bring the bread. Too much preaching. People, people call healing meeting. People call healing meeting. And when the, we call this meeting, the sick shall be healed. And they come to teach about healing. Healing is the power of God that anointing will bring. When they finish, they close, everybody will go. Say, tomorrow, we will talk about prophecy. Then people come. Then they start talking. Prophecy is God speaking through you. When they finish, nobody prophesies. Nothing, not everybody goes home. No. That is not manifestation of God. Jesus manifested God. So, now we must now manifest Jesus as sons. Romans 8 verse 19. You see, Jesus manifested God. So we must manifest Jesus. For the endless expectation of the creature awaited the manifestation, the phanerosis of the sons of God. The manifestation of the sons of God. Not expectation again, no. Manifestation of the sons of God. Manifestation of the sons of God. Manifestation of the sons of God. You know, this camp, as, as I announce it, it is in the spirit. As I announce it, it is in the spirit. None of our camps have ever gone. What we say is what happens. So just get ready. Manifestation. Tomorrow evening, I'll tell you what God said to me concerning 2021. Tomorrow evening is a prophetic night. It's a prophetic night. At least a hundred people prophesy tomorrow. They are shocked. At least a hundred people prophesy it tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm not the only one prophesying. At least a hundred people prophesy it tomorrow. I mean, see in the spirit and see it. Kodne kasele me, kila bahaya, kelo se teke, se kato se me, se te konama, se te kele mosa, like manifestation of sons. We are look. God, God is looking for. God is looking for. Some of his children here who jump on social media one day and say, I'm looking for anybody who is depressed, come out. Instead of us to be sitting now, you know, to deal with depression, you need to go and see a therapist and a therapist. And a... The therapist you are going to, he's also going to church. He's also depressed. Sometimes it's just, you know, and let me tell you a secret. Anything that you are probably going through, eh, and you think that this one, eh, go and solve other people's own, you also be solved. You see, you see that, okay, this thing is beating, 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 okay, so right. Devil, let me show you something. Go on Twitter and say, if you are depressed, DM me. And you pray for them. When you pray for them, the spirit of heaviness will leave them. And you will discover something about yours. 
instead of sitting down. <sighs> my life, my life, my life. No, no, manifestation of the sons. We are coming to that place where people are no, no longer going to see men of God. Please pray for me. Please pray for me. We are all manifesting. Manifesting. They pray for me, pray for me. No, I adore so. Anna. Because all the time we are supposed to be praying for the sinners, we are using it to pray for the children of God. Meanwhile, the Bible says that the creation is awaiting the manifestation. The, the, the people who are not born again, they are suffering. They don't know that it is Jesus they need. So they are waiting for the manifestation. And they have been waiting. And they are waiting. The ones supposed to be manifesting are also waiting. So everybody's waiting. No, what God says that we are not supposed to be in expectation. We are supposed to be in manifestation. The endless expectation of the creation is that I am waiting the manifestation of the sons of God. And the manifestation of the sons, I have a subtopic. A godless generation and a remnant. Write it down. A godless generation and a remnant. Let me tell you the times we are in. The times we are in is the time of the godless generation. We are in a generation that wants to push God out of the system. The reason, the more reason why we are supposed to be manifesting Jesus. Because when they, just, when they are trying to put God out of the system. Now, now this is it. If people want to push God out of a the system, they don't necessarily come and say, don't believe in God again. No. What they do is, what the devil does is, he begins to violate everything that was designed by God. For example, they violate family. Now, it is a thing. I don't have to marry. I can just have a, a child and I'm fine. It looks like a very, you can do what you want. You can do what you want. Everybody can do what he likes. Everybody can do. And it looks like so, it's human rights. You, you see, it looks human. Do you understand? It looks like human rights, but it is not. What is hap actually happening is the devil is violating God's system. Because the devil cannot touch God. So what he does is he now violates God's system. You might be here, you are probably thinking of, I don't have to marry, I just need to get a child and, and I have a child. And I... Now, the, the issue, the, what, what I'm talking about, the issue is not you having a child. Though. That is not the issue. That is not the issue. The issue is not you. It's not your sin. You don't, I don't know if you get it. It is, the, it is the time you have come into where the devil is using your predicament to violate God's system. So that's just an example I give you. When God set up, when God set up husband and wife, he said the husband is the head, the wife is the neck. Oh, yeah. 
But he said the husband is the head. Right? So in the home, there's a head. Dictionary says husband is male partner, equal partner. No mention of head. Meanwhile, the word husband itself means head or leader. You know, some people are not happy with the message I'm preaching. It's because of you I'm preaching it. I don't want to be, I don't want to be popular with you. I don't, to, I don't want you to like me. Do you understand? I'm saying what the scriptures have said. So, what is actually happening outside there and they're thinking that, oh, 21st century, this one. What is actually happening out there is a violation of God's systems. Everything God said is exactly opposite to everybody is now doing. Uh, let me give you another example. The example in the <laughs> this example, eh? The legs of the table are already not strong. The legs of the table, they are already not strong. I should just pull one. I was talking to a lady. It's really not strong there. Eh? <laughs> Okay, another time, another time. Okay, I was talking to a lady. <laughs> this table. <laughs> a lady said, a lady said, well, I think she, she, she posted it on her Instagram story or WhatsApp state, one of them. I like to stress my man. I like to stress him. Charlie? Charlie, is that what the Bible said? And you see, they are being indoctrinated by the world. And let me tell you, 80% of the, of the women who are telling you to stress your men, they are not stressing their men. I'm telling you the truth. The last time I was hearing a story about one feminist who was tweeting, always tweeting foolish things about, you know, you know, don't cook, don't do this. Then she got married, and the husband was thinking that she really cooked, she supported. Yeah. <laughs> she had destroyed her marriage that she was going to. And people were now insulting, and she said, Ah, she didn't tell people to listen to her. She just tweeted what she likes. But the point is, at what point did people now start getting this kind of indoctrination that, hey, if as for me, if I'm dating, I'll really stress you. Some one lady said, If I if you if I go, you'll miss me, you'll miss my fight, you miss my what is all this? You miss my arguments. You miss my nonsense. Oh, yes. You are surprised. You are surprised. It's not in the Bible. Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. No, let's see Proverbs 31. If we see she argues and fights, we will we'll take it. Nine. Hmm. No, I know somebody might be sitting here saying, Why is he not talking to the men? Why is he not? I'll come to the men. Come to the men. Allow me to preach, okay? I'm the one holding the mic. Okay? So I should preach, eh? 
Some people don't, I know have you, I'll still preach it. Who can find a better woman? For her price is far above rubies. Go ahead. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her. So that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good. And not evil. All the days of her life. All the men, lift your hand and pray. You know? <laughs> lift your hand and pray now. Shambhalavadaya. We receive, Lord. We receive, Lord. She will do us good. And not evil. All the days of our lives. Sit down for a moment, men. She will do us good. And not evil. So it's not she will stress me. Why? She said she will do us good. But Rich King, I thought you were doing poor line. <laughs> you have resigned. You have resigned. If you are following him to do for line, he has left you there. <laughs> she will do him good. And I will intentionally break something in the house so that. Hey, Nate, why? Why? <laughs> Next one. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Go ahead. She is like the merchant ship, she bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth me to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planted a vineyard. She gathered her loins with her strength and her strengthened her arms. She perceived that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. That means she has sense. She... She laid her hands to her spindle and her hands hold the, the, the staff. She stretched out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reached forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with the scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of the tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he seated among the elders of the land. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. That, means, that means they don't tell the husband that, oh, were you the one that your wife was insulting you the last time? Say so when the husband goes among the elders of the land, say, yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen, lift your hand one more time. Sambra Takaba, yes. Sit down for a moment. So you see, all those social media teachings, they are part of the godless generation. Everything God has said, they are doing opposites. They are rebels. So be very careful the things you learn on TikTok. 
Because you don't know that, what you don't know is that you might be partnering with the devil in violating the principles of God. The devil doesn't have to make you a demon to make you work for him. He has many Christians working for him. Because they will look, he will look, all right, let me violate everything. It's, it's amazing that everything God stands for is what they come against. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Godless generation. And we are in that day. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Give me an IV. Start from verse 1. Hey. Charlie, take your Bibles here. Let's look inside the Bibles. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. Verse 2. People will be lovers of themselves. No, hold on. Lovers of themselves. Listen, listen, listen. Listen. Have you ever heard those foolish motivational quotes? If a man, if someone does not move an inch for you, you shouldn't move as... Uh, don't move an inch for the one who does not move an inch for you. Because, what's that? Which inch did we move for God when he sent Jesus to die? No, I said, which inch did we move for God when he sent Jesus to die? The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. So, you know, one of the ways of manifesting Jesus is through love. I can give all my money to people who need it. I can give everything. And I will now go and sleep. I don't care. Love. Love. During my birthday, my mom and dad made a video. They said it. They said, they said it while I was even a kid. I said, Dad. They have to be keeping their things. So I said, I can't can go and dash it. <laughs> I see children outside. They, they don't have biscuits. I'll go and go and take every biscuit in the house. I'll be sharing. Sharing biscuits. There are some of you, when you see those Mali children. <laughs> when, listen, when you are not in a hurry, Gather them. Tell them, I want to teach you a song before I give you money. Tell them, I want to teach you a song before I give you money. Jesus loved the little children of the children. If they don't learn the song, just go back with your money. If they learn the song, give them the money. Sometimes, give people an experience that they'll remember you with. Love people. Go to an orphanage. Let them feel good. Don't just dash them things and take picture. One time I took the orphans to KFC. I sat and I ate with them. We teared the chicken together. We ate it together. I was asking them questions. Love. How do you think someone who, feel, someone who offended you will feel like if you now come and apologize, even though he offended you? Yeah. That's manifestation of Jesus. I like the tongues. The person offended you, but you go back and say, don't worry, it's my fault. Don't worry. So you are thinking, you are thinking, me, 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 after all he has done to me. You say what? After he destroyed my heart. Rich King, is it from experience or... People will be lovers of themselves. And he said, lovers of money. 
Jesus never told us to chase money. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Lovers of money. Lovers of money. Boastful. All these things are, they are anti-God. They are anti-Christ. They are anti-Christ. Boastful. Do you know who I am? Do you know me? And let me tell you something. Some of you get pressured when people are, are showering dollars on social media. You are pressured. I don't know why you... It, it shows the, the kind of inferiority complex you have. There is no money. Listen, there is no money you will show that entices me. There's nothing. You know why? I have left the realm of, of looking for money. I've left that realm. Because I don't measure, Jesus Christ said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things that he possesses. So I don't measure my progress with what I have in my pocket. He said, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. That means it doesn't matter how much you have in your account, that's not what God is looking at. Godless generation, they will make you think everything is about money. Not everything is about money. Sometimes it's about people. Sometimes about people. I was telling a young lady here, her friend, that, you know, they were all going to church together when they were younger. The friend, you know, traveled, you know, and the friend, you know, went to do different things and, you know, then she was in church. At the time we started church, so she was in church. Now, during the same time, she has started coming to church. She's in church. Three years after, four years after, this friend is back. Now, they all look like they are the same, but something has changed. You know what? I'll give you a mystery. Something has changed. What has changed? This other person has received something that is beyond money. By staying in the house of God, because the true reward that God gives someone who serves him is not money. The true reward that God gives the one who serves him is himself. So, that person will begin to develop abilities, capacities, the person now starts functioning, for example, okay, look at it like this. If you serve God, and maybe in the house of God you are a giver, you are giving, you are giving, and you've not seen money come back, but you have become wiser. You have become wiser. That is God's understanding of blessing. If you ask God what blessing is, money does not move God. If God wants to tell you what a true blessing is, he'll be talking to you about wisdom, light, understanding. Those are God's capitals. So, as you are sitting in the house of God, as you are coming for camp, as you are coming for services, something is happening to your spirit. It is bigger than money. Those things will eventually bring the money. But something happens to your spirit that money cannot buy. Proud. Abusive. Now, it, it, it doesn't even take a lot for somebody to insult anybody again on social media. It doesn't take a lot. We have come to an age where people don't feel it when they are even insulting their fathers on social media. <laughs> One time, 
That was when I was still on Twitter. I was talking about, I made a post about, I think I tweeted about how some people just stand up and they insult the president. Ah, are you okay? That man sitting there as the president, when he, all but right now, eh? No, that's nothing to do with politics. The same with, with the other uh, party. I mean, these guys are accomplished. These guys have, do you know what it means? You, just four years, you couldn't finish. Four years of university, university you didn't finish. You have four receipts, you have not gone to write it. <laughs> but these guys have finished and have PhDs. And have come into politics just because they have come into the politics and they've come on the public team, uh, 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 platform. So now everybody is saying what they want. Then a small guy, you have not even finished university. You take your phone, say, John Mama is a foolish man. Nanadu is a foolish man. Ah. Ah. If Jesus Christ tarries, I tell you something. It is two major things that will happen. Two major things that will happen. Either you will find a lot of young people die early, or they will become light. The younger, younger ones will also insult them very well. You will report you so. So I made a tweet about it. I said, I mean, just because you have data, I mean. There was a day I, I, I went with um, Kumi to go and see the president and his wife. I mean, the protocol involves safe. You even enter. You are there sitting on for you insulting him. If, they, if you even want to see, you can't see him. And that man can change your life. He can just say, give this guy one contract, your whole destiny. As we were trying to go in there, we went, you know, we have to pass through, they have to take our thumbprints, we have to walk to a certain side, then there were some ladies, they said, sit here, you cannot go far, far, way far from here until we receive a certain call, we're going to receive the call. We now went to go and sit at another place and went to sit in another boardroom until they said, okay, the president is not ready to see you now, so you have to see the president's wife first. And we got the president's wife, we have to see the president's wife, the office, there's another receptionist there. So you, you are tweeting at him. But if they say, we should all go to our houses. This one's good, this one's good. One, one. You can't even enter his house. So why are you thinking because of social media? Why do you think that you amount to anything when you amount to nothing? Listen, listen, listen. And the same thing is creeping in in the church. The same thing is creeping in the church. You see one young preacher. You just started. You are insulting Benin. Oh, you've not seen it. One guy, after Benin came with Pastor Chris Gard, he wrote some things on Facebook. I said, Is this my mad? You just started. One guy asked me, 
Pastor Enoch, what is your secret? I say a lot of humility. A lot of humility. I don't speak against fathers. I don't speak against fathers. I honor fathers. I don't go that direction. If I have big mouth, I don't go there. I don't go near some things. Because you see, fatherhood is beyond the person. Fatherhood is a system. God honors fatherhood because God himself is a father. I don't go near some things. The first day, I told people that I have a senior pastor. They were all surprised. Why? Because they saw the way I was prophesying. I was, you know, doing things. And, you know, miracles were happening. And I told them, um, next week, I want us to go and see my father in the Lord. So one lady, I think it was Karen, she said, Sir, you have a boss? I said, yes. Yes. Why? Because many young ministers. Because they lay hands on people and two fell down. They've started Jehovah Ministry of the Fire of the Brimstone. Uh, because two people fell down. <laughs> uh, Some to saying that there's nothing like spiritual father. Our father is God. We are all the same under God. There's no man of God. We are all men of God. You know, when you see those things, eh, they are not new. Go and read about Korah. Go and read about Korah. Korah said the same thing. He told Moses, Moses, listen, don't behave like you are the only man of God. We are all men of God. So Moses said, okay, I'll not talk much. Let's show who is man of God, who is not. The Bible says, God divided the earth. Korah and his team, they all entered under the ground. Listen, we are all not men of God. They are men of God. No, you see, we are all... Some people bring up doctrines to, to discredit the systems God has set in place. Don't join the godless generation. In your life, listen to me now, in your life, let what scripture says be final. Like what I just said about the virtuous woman. You might not like it. But you just look at it. Ah, God said it. That is it. To finish. No argument. So no, no, no. I believe the Bible, but... I'm still going to stress my mans. We pray against all stress. I think that man, we need to have all night. Oh. Now, the men, let me come to you. We move on. You want it? 
You walk according to the word of God. Hmm. You see, don't join the godless generation. The examples I want to use are very wild. Another example of the godless generation is men who behave like goats and dog. Let me explain. You see, when goats impregnate the, <laughs> the, the table has destroyed. You see, when goats impregnate goatwa, alright? When goats impregnate goatwa, after impregnate, he goes. Nobody sees him again. Same with dog. Every time it's the woman, you know, carrying the child and all that. It doesn't work like that among human beings. Don't impregnate somebody's daughter. Then they can't find you. You are like goats. It's part of the godless generation. No, of course, you are not like that. The, the hand of the Lord is mighty upon you. Do you understand? Because Father's Day, eh, the way people cry. Meanwhile, Father's Day, we are supposed to be happy like Father's Day. But Father's Day, every time Father's Day, the Lord leads me to preach on either offense or love <laughs> or forgiveness. He said, you are changing the system. Eh? Luis, eh? you have to change it. The Lord shall deliver you. The other examples, but they are not coming out. Another one. <laughs> Do you know that it is not part? It is not part of the Bible. That one is African culture. To turn your wife into a maid. I want a woman who can cook. A woman who can clean. A woman who can fry egg. A woman who can wash the whole house. A woman who can paint. You are looking for this thing. <laughs> robots. <laughs> it's robots you are looking for. <laughs> Marriage material. How many years? <laughs> you know, one time, my mind was renewed one day when pastor came. I mean, pastor V. He came to church one day and he said, there's nothing wrong if your wife can cook. Yeah. He said it. He said, just get someone to cook. Simple. You know, you see, the guys are not happy now. The guys are not happy now. Is that? You agree with me? 
You don't agree? They said no. You did not go and learn how to cook. When it was time and we were saying the ladies, all the ladies agreed. But guys, they say no. Eh? Is that what? You have eaten outside, sir. So learn how to cook. <laughs> so we are used to, eh? Because sometimes the time you should used to cook, you can be praying tongues. So, oh, pastor, please, please, please. All this thing you are saying, you know, the stomach is really, really, the way to a man's heart is in the stomach. Where is it in the Bible? <laughs> Where is it in the Bible? The way to a man's heart is in the stomach. Where is it in the Bible? That's why you stop cooking. Two hours in the kitchen. Wow. All right, so we've talked about we've talked about the godless generation. Now, the godless generation is a generation that always violates the word of God. All right, everything God has said is what is opposite what they do. Now, you can see it has started from the Western countries, and it's creeping in, creeping in. Now, things that were seen to be an abomination are now becoming lawful. And now becoming lawful. It is all a godless generation, a generation that pushes God out of the system. Now, they are trying to discredit even prayer. In some schools, you are not allowed to pray. But if I even give you the history of education, education stems from Christianity. One day we'll talk about it. The history of education is stemmed from Christianity. Isaac Newton. Who started the science that you are using as thing against God? He was a preacher and he wrote hymns. Most of these guys, the theories they propounded, it was wisdom given them by God. They are pushing God out of the system. But God always remains relevant in the system by a certain people called the remnant. Remnant. R-E-M-N-A-N-T. Remnant. Who are the remnant? The remnant are a people who do not bend to the dictates of the world. They do not bend to the dictates of the world. They hold God's system in a generation. Time will not permit me to show you scriptures. I'll just give you the examples in the scripture. When Elijah was running away from Jezebel and he said that oh Jezebel is killing all the prophets and Elijah said that Jezebel has killed all the prophets that's what Elijah said then God said no I have 400 prophets who have not bowed every time God keeps a people to preserve his heritage I tell you something even though there is a very very loud remnants um, a very very loud godless generation now they are not even shy again before bef before 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 somebody can remove her breast and put on social media it's a big deal <laughs> now dear 
And yeah. And someone said, I do those things, but God still loves me. And I, and I said, again, you are missing the point. The point is not what you have done because the moment you do it, God can forgive you when you ask for forgiveness. That is not the point. The point, the point is not specifically your breath showing. But a message has been sent across which we can never retract. Another person looks at you and does it. Another person looks at you and does it. Now, it becomes a trend. For yours, God has forgiven you. But what? The devil has been able to cast a message across. After a while, some things that were, you know, looked at a certain way because of the fear of God. Those things are not looked at like that again. What has the devil achieved? He has achieved violating a system. Violating the system of the fear of God. So men do not fear God anymore. The things that were seen seemingly, you know, holy. That we don't trespass. The devil is able to achieve something with it. The fight that the devil fought in the heavens, he has not finished though. He's still fighting it here. And how he's doing it is he's fighting God's system. He's not fighting God again because now he can't fight God. Jesus has defeated him. So now what he does is he fights the system of God. Because to fight the system of God is to fight God. And to fight the word of God is also to fight God. So he fights the system of God and he fights the word of God. How does he fight the word of God? Anything God says concerning your life, the devil will make sure that it does not come to pass. Because his own is to discredit God. So, the remnants are the people that God sets aside. That's why I'm so happy. Many of you don't understand the prophetic implication of you coming for camp. What God is doing is, he's setting a people aside for himself because of what is about to happen. I'm telling you prophetically. The world is already going through a shaking and the shaking is going to get more. So God is setting aside the people for himself. Who will hold the name of God in the midst of a godless generation? Do you know what God is doing here? Everybody thinks all young people are wasting their life. It's just like what Elijah was telling God. He said, oh, Jezebel has killed all the prophets. He said, no, I have 400. 400 who have not bowed. I have 400 who have not bowed. I have 400 who have not bowed. I have people who have not bowed. So while everybody thinks that all young people are wasting their life, God has people who are in a camp now. And in 2021, God is going to release them. God's going to release them. Oh, gone are the days where, you know, gone are the days where it was, um, uh, it was only people who did not know what to do with their life who come to God. No. Now, it is people who know what they are doing. The lawyers are in the house of God now. The doctors are in the house of God now. The fine girls are in the house of God now. The fine boys are in the house of God now. 
by the time one nice guy with beard takes a video and while you are looking at the video he says Romans chapter 4 verse 16 there's a remnant there's a remnant there's a remnant a people who have not bowed people who have not bowed they have not bowed many of you have not bowed and you will not bow in the midst of a godless generation we will still love God in the midst of a godless generation we will shine the lights who shine the light of God. Bible says that light is that which makes manifest. That means manifestation is brought in by light. That means we are carrying a light in our generation. The way God wants to remain relevant in our generation is through us. The manifestation of the sons. The manifestation of the sons. While people will begin to talk against prayer, I'm telling you, in 2021, it's going to be worse. They will talk more against God. So, God has told me something. Before, um, tomorrow afternoon, I have a special meeting. I'll have the meeting here. If you are here, and you want to dedicate your social media to God, you should be in that meeting. Listen, you are not allowed to post any foolish thing. You will dedicate it as an altar to God. We will set social media agenda. We can land there one night and post about Jesus and fill the timeline with Jesus. When we finish, we'll go and sleep. You know, do you know that a lot of these agendas they set on Twitter, they plan it. They plan it. Sometimes they can plan. L- let's talk about Pastor Chris. Yeah. Look on, let's talk against Bishop Dad. Let's talk against Lighthouse. Let's talk against Christ Mercy. See you, I see. Let's go. Let's go for them. You were telling me that some, some group like that, they have a group, and they, were, they, they said they were coming for me. My anointing is jungle anointing. Twitter cannot bring it down. Because Twitter didn't make me popular. You can insult me from morning to evening. Say, girl. You, it will be like you are in a boxing ring and you are alone. If you go in a boxing ring and you are alone, you are throwing your hand. I know I'm mad. <laughs> I'm not in that fight with you. The next Sunday, I'll have service. <laughs> you understand? So if they can be that organized to push the devil, we should be organized to push God. So we have a social media army. Because God told me when I went to Lagos, God told me, He said, we, he said, have, he said don't leave the internet for the devil. So we might have social media army. Now, that army, you should be ready to be insulted because they will come for you. Do you understand? And you, you must sharpen your mouth. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Be ready for them. You don't jump on our member. Did you see? Did you see? Did you see how when uh, the, the people jump on me the last time? Did you see how other class members from other nations jump on on Twitter? 
Other, from other nations, let's jump. <laughs> you don't talk about our brethren. That's the thing. Godless generation. But there's a remnant. 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 They don't want to see Jesus. We will keep Jesus in their faces. Look, we will see more souls won in 2021 than any other year. any other year. We will see people and 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 people crusades I didn't say one crusade but I said crusades because it's time for the manifestation of the sons and what the Lord has started in the nation of Ghana through us it's going to trickle into other nations. It's going to happen. 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 God has you. Yeah? God has you. There are many of you, God came searching for you. You know, say that this one can do it. That one can do it. This one can do it. So he pulls you together as an army. 